Hey there. <laughs> I almost went into a Hawthorne Heights song. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, how are you doing? Doing okay. I just wanted to say welcome to episode 68. Oh no, I was changing it up on podcast. purpose because I want I, I could I could hear Chris being like, but he didn't do the thing. I'm your host, Adam. <laughs> I'm Dustin, and I'm Chris. No, you got to keep it the same because Ken out there doesn't like change. I think Everyone's he loves change. change. That's three episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. Just for you, Ken. <laughs> Just a shout out. But that's it. Unless he pays money. Um, <laughs> how's it going? I'm going to ask you again. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm still doing well. <laughs> How this, are you is epi- this is episode 68 of Coming to Your Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dustin's gro- Groundhog Day right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> How long uh, did Bill Murray live? Was it 10,000 years? What? How long do you think he did? I feel like I feel like somebody quantified this, and I, I feel like I've read it before. It's not like ten thousand years, but it's a long time. It's like it's it's maybe a couple centuries. Too much. Yeah. They said it said ten years. Ten years. What? Harold Ramis once said that Phil was trapped in Groundhog Day for ten years, even though the original plan was to have him trapped for ten thousand years. Okay. okay. So I was just completely wrong. And uh, at least Adam was close. Well, the ghost of Harold Ramis wants you to know. Speaking of Bill Murray, he has apparently really signed off and is excited for the Ghostbusters movie, which he is confirmed that the three will be in there that are still alive. So he he is excited about it? Yeah, he's like, it's really good. The story's, you know, it's, it's a family tale. It's emotional. Hmm. That man is an enigma wrapped in a mystery, and I love him. Yeah, because like to me, it seems like he might be excited now, but it's Bill Murray. In a month and a half, he might not be excited about it. Like he's kind of one of those. If you get the chance, there's a show on Netflix called like basically how they made it, and it's about like major blockbuster movies from mm-hmm. the '80s, '90s. And one of the episodes is about Ghostbusters, and just hearing oh, I love Dan, yep. Dan Aykroyd and <laughs> the director Irving Kirshner. No, yeah. that's, that's no, the director. That's, no, that's, that's the director who did Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, <laughs> Irving something. Um, just talking about how much they had to rely on Bill Murray to show up, and they weren't sure if he would is amazing. Yeah, they're like, we didn't know if he was going to actually show up. So there's a lot riding on him being there that day. And lo and behold, he just showed up in uniform, ready to go. <laughs> He's ready to go. So yeah, so, like, is, are we going to see that with this one as well? Like, is he just going to kind of be... I don't know. know. We'll see. Uh, Dustin and I were talking about the new Ghostbusters movie yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So he's quoted by saying, we are a man down, that's the deal. That's the story we're telling, that's the story they've written. The script is good. Uh, it's got a lot of emotion in it. It's got lots of family in it with with through, through lines that are really interesting. It's going to work. Now, my question is, Are the is the director, the writers, the producers, everyone making this <clears throat> movie, are they going to be brave enough to put the ghost of Harold Ramis in the movie? 
Yes. <laughs> my answer is yes on that one. Uh, I, I mean, like, and not in like, oh my, like, it, it shock value is obviously there, but like, it also like makes sense. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. Uh, it's directed by Jason Reitman, who is the mm-hmm. son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the original two Ghostbusters. Okay, it's Ivan, not Irving. I was close. It's all right, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give myself the assist on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get, I'll, I'll lay it up for you. It counts. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, other than that, I'm good. Long <laughs> <laughs> story <very> short. <laughs> Doing all right. <laughs> um, Adam's wife cheats in Super Mario Party. I'm still trying to get over that, but you know we'll get there together. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, amazing, love it. I'm gonna say that. So it's basically from what I have seen of it because I haven't played it, but from what I've seen from you playing it and what B has told me is like it's Dragon Ball Z condensed down without the filler. Essentially, yeah. Like the, the the filler is the side quests, but even then, like it's not as much filler. Because as you know, in, in DBZ, like the show, the episodes, four episodes could be them fighting or, you know, before a fight. So zero zero exaggeration. There. Right, as as we all know, that that happens. Yeah, right, Dustin. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah, I mean, of course, uh, that happens. Dustin has watched the entirety of the uh, Dragon Ball Z saga. Uh, in the past two weeks and yeah i'm, I'm now an expert um, more knowledgeable than we are mm-hmm. so what's what's your favorite saga boo or cell i mean you could be making those up i have no idea <laughs> uh, he now has he is such an expert he now has the um symbol on the back of goku's gi tattooed on his own back Blown up for some reason, which it seems unnecessary because it was already really big. But that's dedication. Yeah, that symbol, so Boo Saga, yeah. or you know Cell the one, saga, or the Android Saga. I have the I have the equivalent. I have the Dragon Ball Z black card. You ever seen one of those? Not many people no, have one of those. I, I've heard of I've heard about those. Yeah, I've never seen one before. Yeah, I'm such an expert. I have the black card. You know, it's you're you're amazing. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> Look at us, huh? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> but yeah, um, I've I've watched a little bit of you playing uh, Kakarot. It's been in, it's interesting. I still have no idea what's going on. It's um, not it's not hard to figure. I I've, I told us that you would enjoy the game as it's itself because just as a game and the combat mechanics, yeah. it's fun. It's a, it's it looks cool. Game. It yeah, looks really RPG. cool. Yeah. Um, there's never been a part in the game where I've been felt like something was too like I don't want to do that. Like even the side quest, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do this. I'll fly around. I'll do this thing. The load times can be a little much. At you know, like anytime you go to a new area, it's got to load to that. But that's my only gripe, really. Did either of you play Bloodborne when that first came out? Uh, I've only played that game once. I sucked and I uninstalled it. Yeah, I feel like I played not right when it first came out, but a few months after it came out and i again same same as chris like i just sucked at it and just uninstalled i mean i also suck at it so i i feel you um yeah no one's good at that game <laughs> speedrunners <laughs> might have you fooled but don't don't believe it it's a lie nobody um, actually enjoys this game we just endure it uh bloodborne that's, that's is is my standard for 
like this game has really long load times and that's oh, how i compare yeah uh so how long are we talking it's not that they're long it's just that they're frequent okay because a lot of quests will have you go from here then travel here and then go back to the original place it's just like okay well, is it so just because you travel so quickly, because you can fly, that you're just, like, getting through areas really quick, and then you have to kind of load into the next, or...? Well, you could fast travel to the different places, the different areas that you need to go to. Okay. It's just so, that it's the, the frequency of how many times it needs to happen, usually, is it's like, ugh. That know. generally means that there's, a, like, a lot of assets in the game that are, you know, needing oh, to be yeah. loaded. Is it that... is a very detailed game. Okay. So unfortunate, but necessary. Yeah, and okay. that's like that's the only downfall. And it doesn't the load times aren't even that long. Okay, cool. So I heard they were like long load times, and so I was like, "We're talking like a minute." No, I don't. Okay, I, I don't feel it's a minute. Maybe twenty to twenty-five seconds. So a little longer than normal, maybe, and that can be condensed down too with optimization. But well, mine's also a digital version, so I don't know if that helps. Any well, maybe. so maybe. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a uh, it's a good time. And I wanted to see what powers Dustin has with that Dragon Ball Z black card because he could kill a man probably. Yeah, and get away with it. I mean, it's there's like a there's there's a there's uh, one Dragon Ball Z character's face on it, but who is it? You'll have to guess. No, I want you to tell me. Mm. Yeah, remember I don't know the oh, I don't know the names of these. Remember. Oh, you're the expert. Tell me who it is. I actually know exactly. This one you don't forget. Like, all jokes aside, I'm not going to ever forget the name oh. of this character. <laughs> oh, it's Grandpa Gohan. Yeah, you know. Is that when Gohan becomes a grandpa? What I don't understand. No, is it's, that Go- the kid? it's Grandpa. That's the kid? Nope. And then Mr. Popo. Who's Goku's kid? Gohan. I'm talking about Grandpa Gohan. So that's Gohan when he grows up? No. Mm-mm. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Grandpa Gohan. Well. Hold on. Hold on. Grandpa Hold on. Gohan. Hold on. Uh-huh. What? That's the yeah. character's name? Well. Yeah. His name no. is Gohan. He just happens to be me. Grandpa. What? And Goku-san is named Gohan, but they're not the same character. Gra- Grandpa Gohan is Goku's grandpa, and he named his son after him. Keep, try to keep up. What's going on here? It's like, you know, you could be a junior or the third. No, you're right. That's you're right. I don't know. Yeah, but you're correct. It's Grandpa Gohan that's on this black card. I oh. knew it. I thought you were calling for Mr. Popo. Oops. <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing a lot of The Witcher. Mm. Uh, and where and you've been playing that where oh uh twitch.tv slash come get your podcast that's right and speaking also to sidetrack a little bit um if you haven't been there recently you should it's happening it's happening uh we are officially an affiliate which means you can give us money <laughs> and you should do that i think uh because it'll deck directly support podcast um but man i i'm never gonna get used to being like if you have amazon prime yeah right if you have amazon prime you can you you can subscribe for free 
for free. But you do have to re-up it every single month, opposed to if you just subscribe, it, it'll be an automatic renewal of the, 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 the subscription. So that aside, uh, mm-hmm. A, proud of us, because that it that took a while to get there we've we've been re- waiting in the wings for the better part of a couple months um yep. but we we did it it's here it's official and i'm i'm proud of us so good job us mm-hmm. yay us we did it and uh yeah you can watch me play witcher 3 there and man i slept on that game I did too. I mean, you, obviously, you waited longer. Dustin's Much longer. Longer, but mm-hmm. it's the same. I, I think I was telling Dustin and Jeff this when I was streaming Dragon Ball Z on Friday. Um, Dustin might have left by then. I don't know, but I was like, I, I played Witchers not not too much after it came out for the first time. Not, I uh, but I was like, it wasn't clicking with me then. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. So I I shelved it, and then I went back to it like two years later, and was hooked, like. It had me definitely hooked. Um, very good game, very good game. And I, we we've talked about it before, but like I've tried a co- I had tried previously a couple times, like to really like get in there. And uh, the second time, I got further than I did the first time. But I, I'm assuming it has something to do with the show on Netflix. But this the third time was the charm for me. Man, that game is good and fun. Like, did you start over from the beginning? The yes, second I did. time. Okay, mm-hmm. or the third time, I guess. Because <clears throat> so it what... had it had been three years basically since I had played okay. it last. <laughs> At what point, like, I guess in like in reference of time, I guess I don't know if location would be better, but like, at what point do you feel like it kind of clicked with you? Considering, like, I've told you guys how far I've gotten in the game, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I've barely scratched the surface. So, like, it not catching me right away isn't like probably somewhere odd. In White, White Orchard is okay. when I was like, yeah, yeah, like I wanna, I, I was committing. Uh, that was with an N apostrophe at the end, so committing. Um, I didn't misspeak. That was intentional, and uh, yeah, no, like that was this time I was like okay yeah i want to do this and i wanted to get past the point i had gotten to previously and then mm-hmm. it was like that sank my teeth in a lot more and yeah it's it's it got hold of me okay yeah, I, I think i would agree i think it's somewhere in white orchard which is the second place you go to right okay uh yeah essentially because you start off the beginning of the game in cal care morgan care morgan or whatever it is the castle or not castle the witcher school mm-hmm and then that kind of goes over a basic tutorial of everything, and then you go, you end up in White Orchard. Okay, so it's, for me, it was after White Orchard. Then I think from White Orchard you go to Velen, which is where okay. like Bloody Baron is. The Baron is, stuff. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was in Velen. Like White Orchard to me was just a really long tutorial. It is a long. It's a big, massive, long tutorial. So... which is which is good. I'm trying to I'm trying to place these these locations. So White Orchard, right? That's is, where you're hunting down the Griffin. So so White Orchard. Okay, so I've 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 done the part where I killed or I I, I saved the guy, the merchant from the Griffin, right? Yes. And then, is it then you go to that small town? Is that White Orchard? The whole area is White Orchard. It's all White Orchard. That, Cause, okay, because I went yeah. to that small town, played Gwent. Mm-hmm. Talk to the whatever, gotten that brawl outside. I did the Griffin part, and then I go to that next area, 
where I have to like go up the stairs and talk to some the mayor or somebody. Yeah, yeah the captain the or something. Guardian captain, and, yeah. And that's about. I either that, did one thing there, and that's about where I'm at. Like I'm that's say, as far that's, as I've got. And that's about three hours in, probably. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, you're still in the tutorial. It's a okay. it's a long game. Okay. Yeah, the, the tutorial is really long because there's, there's a lot of different aspects in the game, and I alluded to this when uh, talking to Adam in his stream that clearly there was some time where I wasn't paying attention because when I was playing The Witcher until after I beat the main story. I didn't realize that I could make a stronger version of the health potion. So I was using this weak-ass health potion the entire time and getting pissed off because I was like, this is not doing the trick anymore. Why is this weak? Wait, so you can upgrade the potions that you take? Yep. Yep. Okay. And the oils you can put on your sword. I don't know if you got that far. No. So learn from my mistakes and just pay attention. (laughs) Because clearly I didn't somewhere along the way. There are... um, like in the show, uh, Geralt puts on his silver sword. He puts oils on it mm-hmm. for monsters, and yeah. they it basically gives you like the baseline low tier potions, give you like a ten percent damage boost to those do, specific types of enemies. Do they ever explain <clears throat> the reason the Witcher uses a like silver sword? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, so you know how like. Werewolves outside of silver. outside of yeah, the that's Witcher, it's like werewolves like, and silver. Like, yeah, yeah it's basically monsters are weak to silver. But okay, strong like steel does nothing to them. Almost. Okay, but okay. Geralt needs to kill humans, you know, because they suck as well. So <laughs> steel, one and one. Although I feel like you can kill a human swords. with a silver sword easily. You could. It's um, you can actually make an oil in Witcher Three that is effective against humans. Um, huh. So you could kill him with a, you can kill him with the other sword, but okay, it's the downfall of being human. I mean, I just I feel eventually I just I want to install the game, play it. Like I've been thinking about eventually streaming it and like just sticking to the campaign, but like I feel like I just want to experience the game. Not gonna say it. So However, I, I feel like it. I yeah, honestly, I know. I'm gonna play Ocarina of Time first. Don't worry. I honestly <laughs> attribute this to the show. Because I was like, I we, I mean, and we all enjoyed the show, oh, yeah. but I, I think like I had such a fun time watching. It. I was like, okay, like I think I had the mindset going in to the third attempt at this. I was like, this is the time that I want to okay. really get in there. And yeah, it's oh, it's so much fun, and uh, it's so well written and everything. And I'm, I mean, it's going to be a long time of me streaming it and so i i feel bad about breaking it up every when it's my turn to stream with another game but i'm gonna have to i think just to keep myself sane too this is the i think i recommended dustin do like with accurate time just like make like wednesdays your dedicated time for accurate time sunday can be whatever else you want sundays is accurate time day you know like i I still want to play mario rom hats and stuff like that and so it's uh, I, I just need to figure out which day I want to do it on, and then just do it. It's that simple. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, yeah, do it. Make it. You gotta have. You gotta break it up so you're not you're not insane. I think I did that with Chrono Trigger, um, when I was streaming it. Uh-huh. I think it was Fridays was Chrono Trigger, and Sundays was whatever, you know. Yeah. So, and the, also the nice part about The Witcher is I can play stuff off stream and there's 
more than enough stuff to do and it won't affect anything yeah because exactly. you can just do side side quests right and it doesn't affect the story nobody's missing out on anything side quests you can also it, when you go to random towns they have like a signboard posting thing with random quests on it mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a map and that puts question marks on the world map and oh, okay you don't know what's there it could be a monster nest it could be a thing that <laughs> leads to a side quest it could be a million different things what well, you were streaming thursday i think uh-huh. and i was watching him play and he had killed a griffin or i was i don't know if it's a griffin or not but it's some monster oh mm-hmm. the chicken lizard i i don't know it was some big flying thing yeah, it was. It wasn't a griffin. It was like a. I forget what they called it. It was basically the head of a rooster and the body of like a dragon, almost. Okay, so you kill that. You get its trophy, and the trophy gives you certain, uh, boot like boosts. You know, mm-hmm. for for your character. Uh, so he Adam gets back on his horse and starts running around. All of a sudden, he sees another winged creature, and that I'm was taunting. A and, and it was a griffin. I'm taunting Adam. I'm like fucking kill that thing. <laughs> so he's like, all right. So he goes there, and the minute he gets there, the the, the health bar appears in the griffin. Uh, Adam, I don't think you're like level seven. I'm level ten or eleven. Level 10. And this thing was level twenty three and had a skull. And I'm just like, get, get, run, get out! And I was run. like, I was like, I could try. And then it swooped down at me, not even really attacking me. It swooped down near me, scared my horse, which kicked me off. And then I had to run on foot away from yep. this thing, and it chased me for like the better part of a minute. That's fantastic. <laughs> We fucked up, we fucked up, turn around, go. And I was like, okay, here's, like, I was just running down a path, and I was like, okay, here's another, like, little town. I was like, cool, I can, like, save, you know, be safe here. And then there's, like, level 20 ghouls, like, all roaming around with skulls above their head, and I had to run away from, like, six of those guys, too. It was, like, fucking Murphy's Law. (laughs) It was just funny, like, how he went from, like, a level 7 to 10 area, just, and then all of a sudden, oh, shit. Uh, death is around me at all times. It's very like, <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls in that way. It's like I, I ran, I went to the wrong neighborhood, basically. <laughs> wrong neighborhood, pal. Wrong colors, sucker. So yeah, it's, I, it's, and, it just makes me want to play it now, but I'm I'm gonna wait. You could do it. I mean, honestly, if you if you start the game past White Orchard, I don't think anyone's gonna mind. <laughs> No, I gotta finish Ocarina of Time first, or Chris. Yeah, you should. You should. You should. Chris will kill somebody. Probably I'm just holding. Me, I'm but... just holding you accountable for what you promised us. You're not okay. wrong. You're not wrong. I just I'll get the Elgato and I'll uh, I'll finish Ocarina of Time. Boom. You heard here first. Buy the Elgato. Yeah, that, uh, isn't that our plan? It is. So, listeners, if any of you want to subscribe to our Twitch channel, um, that would help. You can directly us find get to the a, point in which I can get an Elgato. This, okay, this is how we do it. You guys, you listeners, with your Amazon Prime accounts, subscribe to our channel so you can directly fund Dustin finishing Ocarina of Time. That is true. Don't rely on that, but it'll help. I don't see the problem. I totally bought mine. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. wasn't given to you. No. And my stream deck. Yeah. Totally bought by That's all stuff. good. I'm going to put it out on social media that I will not play Ocarina of Time again until our fans buy me an Elgato. <laughs> <laughs> that's twitch.tv slash going to be your yeah. Well, it looks like Adam's, uh, it doesn't play Ocarina of Time. That's what that, that means. 
I'm well, confident I'm fan, that we have I'm enough a, fans that'll subscribe that that would happen. But I'm it, not kidding. I'm not. Consequently I'm just kidding. enough, don't, our don't uh, buy me an Elgato. Our our uh, our OnlyFans account is uh, about to go live. So <laughs> no, I'm a fan of yours, Dustin. I'll buy you an Elgato. Hey, thanks. Thanks, man. Just turn, Dustin. Just quit your job. Okay. Yeah, just, I know it seems like a bold move. Quit your job. Sure. Okay. And then start being one of those like cam girls. Ooh. Where you just okay. hang out, maybe shirtless, maybe pantsless, or both. Okay. Sell your bathwater. Sell your bathwater. Can do that. Uh, and then constantly, like every five minutes, have an automatic message blasted out that's like, here's my Amazon wish list. Or Elgato, Elgato, Elgato. Or if you're if you're really if you're really jonesing for money, I have an idea for you. You learn how to code, you learn how to program. What's one of your favorite games, Dustin? Mass Effect. So you just take the mechanics of Mass Effect and just make your own game. Much like the game Temtem did for Pokemon. <laughs> so who has I mean, if you're into Pokemon, who hasn't wanted to have like an MMO version of it? It makes sense, right? Yeah, or just I think it's just been asked to be able to really battle other people. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I remember when Pokemon Stadium came up, it was like hyped, like, yeah, this is gonna be amazing, and then it wasn't that good. Hold on, hold on, you didn't like Pokemon Stadium? I didn't really care for it. You could was it the first one or the second one? You could upload your own Pokemon you caught from like red, blue, or yellow. Or sapphire, emerald, whatever. That had to be a second one if there was one. I don't remember. I was. It was no Pokemon Snap. That's all I know. Nothing compares to Pokemon Snap ever. These are all uh, different games. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, I know. I know. We've talked about like red. You know, red. You know, like all of that stuff. Red. Like all of those games. We've talked about those before. I've just. I haven't heard some of these other. Like Pokemon Snap? Is that what you said? Yeah, Pokemon Snap is this Nintendo 64 game where you legitimately just take pictures of Pokemon. That's and it? it was awesome. I loved it. Okay. It honestly was a lot of fun. It's, and what, it's is, an, what is Pokemon Stadium? Pokemon Stadium is basically you can battle against a friend. This is also a Nintendo 64 game. Okay. Uh, you can battle against a friend and it's like you pick out Pokemon and it's like an arcade fighter. Almost, but instead of, you know, it's still turn based. Yeah. But, but it, so just, is that the last time that you could play a Pokemon game and actually battle other people, like real other people, or no? That I'm not sure. I can't answer that. Okay. I think so. Unless you could, I mean, you might have been able to battle, like, Link battle other trainers in the like 3ds pokemon games but i don't know because i've never been around anyone else who had one of the games i had or missy had so but then temtem is a legit mmo so you can fight against other actual players in the world against these temtems that they've caught yeah i would assume so i don't know i haven't looked into it enough but I would assume there are PvP zones in that game. That would okay. make sense to me. And you could... I, I keep on calling them Pokemon, but... My, my assumption on this game, and like Adam said, I haven't looked into this game tremendously much. Um, it, it was brought to my attention by our friend Ben, who uh, started playing it. And 
my my assumption is it'd be just a like Pokemon in a way where like you. I feel like you couldn't battle somebody unless they really wanted to. That's what I'm saying. Or like, or like there's maybe a PvP area to do that. Yeah, where if I just walk in front of somebody, they just have to they get alerted and then walk towards me. <laughs> um, I, so it released earlier this week, or maybe it's been it was put into. I think it's still early access. On early Twitch. access or officially. on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, earlier I posted a couple pictures, one after another, and had Pikachu not been in one of them. Um, it's kind of hard to decipher which one's which. It which is. is amazing to me that Nintendo's been lenient enough to let it get this far. So. No- notorious for being stingy. And that's a good point. And this is something that, uh they talked about on their Kickstarter page. So this game is made by Crema. I could be wrong about it that. It could be Crema. Crema. I'm it could be, it's Crema, crema or better. Crema, but yeah. I, I like Crema better cuz mm-hmm. Crema cream. Um this was a in their in their FAQ this was a question that was asked, isn't Nintendo going to block this game? Their statement was there is not a single indication that that's going to happen we've already registered nintendo developers we have a game release on switch called immortal redneck and our relationship with them is good we're not using any patents or copyrights from any other company everything in temtem is made from scratch then they give a list of games on switch or ds that are very similar to their ips like super smash brothers advanced wars zelda and they even said they're they're known for their takedowns Yep. For games using their IP and designs. However, like like we've said, we don't use that. All of our stuff is handmade. So, which is a credit to them. Um, Crema Crema as they're based out of Spain, I believe, Madrid. Sure. And uh, I, it's kind of this is the part where the internet gets a hold of something and starts getting really popular. So I have a feeling this is going to be around for a while because <clears throat> hardcore, well, not hardcore, like even casual Pokemon fans of um, the the games have been asking for like, let's have an MMO version because well, that makes sense. The game's $34 or thirty four ninety nine on Steam mm-hmm. and there's no monthly fees. So one even for purchase. a casual player, this is a, this is a good deal. Yeah. So it's just a one-time purchase and then you just have it. They're also located in Madrid, Spain, by the way. Okay. I thought so. Uh, Mm -hmm. They mentioned they're not going to have any pay-to-win mechanics. We're never going to sell Temtem, the items that help you invite items, uh, or experience boosts. Uh, They don't mention anything about uh, microtransactions from what I can see. But if they did, from what they said about that, it'd probably be more cosmetic-based. Sure. I mean, this this isn't like an advertisement for them. This is just like it's... It blew my mind how close they got to everything looking and functioning like Pokemon, and they're being like, "Yeah, it's there's you know at the moment no microtransactions, no monthly fee for an MMO. I'm like just you know have fun." And I yeah. think the closest you could get before this was mine like a Minecraft mod. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I've said this is not a sponsorship for Crema. Yeah. Unless you guys want us to. Let us know. 
we're here. We're sell out. We'll sell out. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we have no problems. That's fine. Yeah. Hmm. If you could buy Dustin and Elgato, we will. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm in. <clears throat> I mean, as a, as a as an outside party who clearly knows nothing about Pokemon either, I'm looking at the like just this Temtem picture and like the the to me the artwork looks incredibly similar between the two mm-hmm. like uh like i'm surprised that legal action well, isn't being taken like this is weird well i think if adam did a test like you tried like you did earlier mm-hmm. that if adam presented to you dustin who doesn't know pokemon or even to me who like i know pokemon but it's not like i, I really know them right and he was like which is which there's probably a good 50 50 chance we're gonna get it wrong. It's close. Mm-hmm. It's that yeah. Close. I mean, I'll, I'll say like you did that earlier, and the only reason I knew which one was which is because Pikachu was in the one. And I was like, I well, I know who Pikachu any, is. Any and that's other it. images of like a battle without Pikachu in it for some reason? But I mean, he. I mean, it is the most popular Pokemon for a reason, I guess. Yeah. So Which I watched Detective P- Pikachu finally. Like, the movie's pretty good. That movie is solid. Is it good? It's on it HBO. Is. I think yeah, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, that, so. you should. It's 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 fun and it fun. is it is good and it gives you hope for video game movies truly really yeah it's a good take okay so yeah um i mean like i, I know they've built everything from the ground up but like what surprised me is because it is that close and similar looking that nothing has come of it yet because granted the new sword and shield is uh, a totally different camera style and everything, but Temtem looks really close to the 3DS games in terms of like the top-down view. And I, I mean, I don't know how you'd patent that, but I mean, I, I would. I just figured like Nintendo or Game Freak would have something like that and be like, mm, "That's got to change." But it's in early access. It's here. It's Nintendo's obviously well aware of it, but and and everything seems to be hunky dory. And I mean, they have it. They have it licensed to be going to Switch, uh, according to their like. Their I would say it's going to be stuff, coming so. to consoles as well. So, and it would not be on Switch without Nintendo's approval. Exactly. So they're probably not happy about it. I could, I could feel like I could safely say that. I feel like they're like, they've probably did try to do all their due diligence to be like, how can we sue them? Oh, there's, like, I'm sure there's still a team of lawyers somewhere, like just pouring over documents trying to find something. Yeah. But do you think this is going to force, I guess, whoever makes Pokemon, like, to make an actual MMO version like this? I doubt it. Or do they think they'll just be like, meh, we're going to do our own thing? Well, now with uh, Sword and Shield, it's going to be their first Pokemon game that that I... can recall at least and adam if you know correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. where they're doing dlc uh expansions things like that true because I, I think can... we, we we talked about that in the last episode so right because you said before they they usually just come out with another game not Tra- like a dlc right? traditionally it is if it's the two game the two versions and then sometime within the next year maybe a little after they'll they always just released another version of it okay. same game but they added stuff uh so which means you know which we talked about last time it means you had to start over 
this time they're now they're doing dlc so i guess they are changing their ways but also game freak is very game freak's weird man they don't like doing stuff they don't want to do and that's who makes pokemon yeah game freak is the uh, developer okay well then i mean if, if that's the case then i'm glad there's somebody else stepping into the ring and maybe you know, giving the fans what they want more or less. yeah like like maybe instead of just being like okay well now you actually have competition so start coming it, correct it, or, yeah i mean maybe it'll force their hand um ages ago we talked about like when new battle royales were popping up like mm-hmm. force PUBG's hand to start doing their stuff yeah. better and right look at what they're doing now so i mean you know competition is exactly. always a good thing especially exactly. in our kind of economy market style of things mm-hmm that could have been worded better. Uh. <laughs> I agree with no. you, though. Uh, but yeah. I mean, but remember, like, and I think this is a, probably a case in point where PUBG tried to sue Fortnite for encouraging. It's like you can't, like, they're 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 not they're not copying. They don't your IP or anything. They're yeah, your mechanics. But it's like, if you could if you could copyright mechanics, I mean, I'm pretty sure Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. would be like yeah money hey know, guys <laughs> in software be like making tons of money yeah that so okay um not to get too off topic but when you mentioned wolfenstein that made me i was like doom obviously is there because that mm-hmm. i mean and then i was like i watched the new doom eternal stuff have you watched any of that no but i'm i'm, I'm already excited for it like i don't need to watch anything else to be like I wasn't yeah, that exci- I wasn't that excited for that game, and I'm I'm excited, but I still have to beat 2016. So I got to do that first before I get Eternal. I it's also good. have to download that and beat it. I bought it when I played it. I think I had it on too high of a difficulty, and I hit. <clears throat> excuse me. I just turned 15 for a second there, <laughs> uh, and I hit a wall. Because of the difficulty, so and I and okay, you know I'm too hard headed to be like I can just bump down the difficulty and get past this, but you know, like so it, it got to a point where it was like, well, it's challenging, but then it wasn't even like fun at a point. And you're like, oh, uh, I'm it became do this. it became tough. Okay. I'll just say that it wasn't okay. impossible. It just became very tough, and I wasn't playing on like Ultra Nightmare or anything like that. But oof, the, but yeah, the new Doom Eternal stuff looks pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. But I don't know how that relates to Temtem or our next topic, but I, I just I just wanted to get that off my chest. So yeah. thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> it's, it's more of a TEDx. It's, yeah. Thanks for coming to my Tem Talk. There it is. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's it's something that... It's, it's exciting. You know, there's a lot of games covered the future and there's also a lot of games and we didn't put this in our docket but I, this this makes me want to bring it up that have been pushed back mm-hmm. oh delayed. yeah we're, we're in delay season <laughs> yeah we are. um i am in the i am in that category of that i don't mind delays truly i really don't because if they feel like the game's not ready and then they're pushing it back i'm in Good. fine i don't want anthems i don't want you know all these games you fall at 76s out there in the world that just were you know they were out too early massive effect andromeda well not only do we not want that but we also don't want that 
oh, what do they call it? That last, that grind. The um, like, I don't want you overworking your 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 programmers oh, and your people. Yeah, I don't want the crunch. Okay, like push it back. Not only if it's not ready, but also to not completely abuse Let's, your workers just to make something happen. It's funny so, you bring that up. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe me and Brad say the same thing. But go ahead. Um. So that and that is something that has happened since our last episode is cyberpunk has been pushed back by five months uh mm-hmm. doom eternal was already pushed back but what, like what else has been pushed um there were several Aven- avengers uh, uh final fantasy 7 remake was pushed back big titles all of them pushed back to the end middle end of 2020 or even into 2021 which is good get your stuff right and everything it, Animal Crossing was pushed back by several months because the I forget who develops Animal Crossing, but basically it was for the reason of to not put crunch on all their workers, which is good because very good. Yep. that's something that has been a hot topic. It was a huge topic last year. It's still a huge topic today. However, uh, in specifically referencing Cyberpunk, um, the CEO. I can't think of his name right now, and it's very Polish, so I'd probably butcher it anyway. But he was in an interview and was asked that if it was pushed back so that it, they could get everything right and then it would alleviate stress on their workers. And he straight up said, basically, well, that's impossible, like kind of impossible. Like, there's going to be crunch. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Yeah. That's, he did say that. That's not uh, this an is- exact quote, but it's, yeah. This is a cell company that truly cares about their employees and fans and stuff, so... At least seemingly so. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. Getting getting to rolling something out, yes, you're going to have some crunch. I think... I think I, I would I would probably agree with him to say it's, it's not... It's going to be inevitable that there's going to be some crunch. However, I feel as though if you push it back, you can alleviate most of the stress associated with that said crunch, right? Like... There's going to be that last minute crunch, or is that going to be here's the next six months of ninety hour work weeks because this is now the crunch. So it's it's weird because former employees of CD Projekt Red have said crunch is awful there. Like it's like they care, or at least they give off the image that they care, but like it's not good. Um, And like I'm bringing, I'm looking up this interview. Because he also tried to compare what the crunch they're about to go through to Rockstar, who's he said is worse. And it's like you're comparing yourself to an already really bad thing. Like it's and it just came off as icky. I, guess. I think it's just the industry as a whole. Like that is, it's something that they're trying to combat against because of you know things news has become more recent or brought to light. But even so, they still say it's like it's going to happen. Well, Unfortunately, there's times where it's, there's no way around it. Sure, but like so, like let's say they didn't push back. Um, let's say they didn't push it back five months, right? Like they're still going to have to make sure. Like if the game's not ready to go, they're still going to have to crunch to make it ready to go five months sooner. So it's like to me it, that makes it seem like the crunch to get it to release in March opposed to September is a way different crunch, right? Yeah. Like nothing yes. no no project that you come out with is ever just going to like hit the ground running 100%. 
perfect. Like you're never going to be like, oh man, this week of the launch is going to be. But it's like how cake. N- how not close were they? Because the game was supposed to right. release in two months, and now it's going to release in what eight months? Right. So I think I think to go along with that is to like set some realistic like release dates, like just from the start. Yeah. So I mean, like I think they want to hype up, you know, fans to get excited for it. Like I think. I think Fallout Four, in my in my recent opinion, is has done it best. Where when they showed the announcement at E three, they gave a release date, and it, when it it released on on the date, and I don't recall Fallout Four having that many problems at launch. Um, nothing that nothing caught my eye that was like this definitely should have been caught in QA testing or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's like maybe something like that. Maybe they just need to. I mean, it's about those games going to have bugs. Yeah, I mean, we're, but we're gamers as a whole. We're hard to please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could fickle. not give it. They could not give us a release date, and then we're going to get pissed. We're fickle people. Like, don't right. show us this unless you're ready to give us a release date, and then we get a release date. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Oh, we've had to delay it. It's not ready. So, this is bullshit. Don't give us a release date. Okay. So, All right. This is coming from. Uh, I found a GameSpot article. Uh, that cites the interview. So um, there was a QA session about when it was announced that it was being delayed by five months. And so the joint CEO, Adam Kaczynski, that wasn't that hard. Um, and also good name. Uh, he confirmed that, yeah, it's going to be delayed and that they're going to have to work long, long hours. And so when, at, when he was asked about crunch, he said, quote, to some degree, yes, to be honest, we try to limit crunch as much as possible, but it's in it is the final stage. We try to be reasonable in this regard, but yes, unfortunately there will be crunch. Yeah. Um you sacrifice some things to do. So sorry, uh this is a different quote. So that was an end quote there, sorry. Um and then he also said he tried to they try to limit, it's not always possible. Quote, you sacrifice some things to do that and be part of that. There are a lot of people who come into the industry that are fresh. They don't really understand what it takes to do it. So we get a lot of new guys coming in. They go, oh, God, this is, like, too much. But then we have other guys who come in from Rockstar Games, and they're like, this, this isn't even crunch. We're doing the best we can to work, keep the work under control. But sometimes when you're doing some big-ass game like this, it's not always possible to do that. It takes really hard work to make it really awesome, end quote. I'm fine okay. with that. Yeah. I'm fine with it, but it's also, like, you shouldn't compare yourself to Rockstar. That's not a good. That's not a good take. Um, no, yeah. no, I, I would agree. I think he was just trying to give some context. Yeah, right. where to some some people, to some people, it's like this is this is terrible crunch. But to, to other more senior uh, developers out there, they're like this actually really isn't bad compared to history. You know, so I mean, I'll I'll say that like <clears throat> I feel like there are improvements that companies can make to improve upon that, opposed to just pushing back release dates allow unions that's one uh i mean yeah i'm sure that would definitely help because then that would force them to actually be held truly truly care about their employees and as much as they want to say they do um i I would like a big company like like ea they're not gonna do it but to be like this game that is highly anticipated we're going to release it and guess what we're not going to do any crunch. We're going to do, perf- we're going to do it in the normal work hours and give them time. I would like to see how long it would take to make that game. Yeah, 
Just co- comparison. I don't think it's going to happen, but... I mean, I, I would say that, <clears throat> like, so in his his quote there, right? That, like, mm. sometimes you get new people that don't quite understand what he needs to do. Like, what is your onboarding program like that you don't fully train your new employees to understand how to crunch to get this thing done? Or are you guys just managing your time extremely poorly and then you have to do this massive crunch at the end? Um, oh, man. You got the operation manager Dustin coming out right now. I'm telling you, there. <laughs> this is this is like a very like if you have a structured thing. Like there's always going to be push at the end. That that's a hundred percent. I agree with it. But there are things you can do along the way to alleviate as much as possible and prepare for it, rather than just being like, well, seasoned people will come over and be like, this isn't that bad. Like, or new people are like panicking because it feels like way too much. I feel like, I mean, you're still responsible. Like you, you guys are, you know, grownups. You can prepare for this appropriately. This isn't his first time. Like he should know how to correct it opposed to just being like, well, I can, that's, that them's the breaks. Like, yeah. All right, bud, what I are you doing to fix it, it? To, when I first started at the job I'm at right now, which for the past five years, I've been basically working at least 50 hours every week. Yeah. Coming from the job, I, I came to that job uh, from working in a, in a high school uh, as a, it's called paraprofessional. So I worked with kids with special needs and disabilities mm-hmm. where obviously it's a school. So there's, no overtime really uh you're there when school starts you leave when school ends so i was on zero overtime so going from zero overtime to 10 hours of overtime it was a huge like life shift for me and it took me some time to get used to so like i can compare myself like if you're fresh and coming in yeah that's gonna that's gonna hit you crazy if like you're work you have to work 70 hour 100 hour work weeks to crunch mm-hmm. more or less but I mean, it, it's kind of an if we as we've always said, it's kind of inevitable. But it would be really nice if we, they could figure that out. So that's not a thing anymore, right? I mean, I understand it's not as easy as just being like hire more people because like right people don't you, quite understand when you just say hire more people. Like the amount of like, that costs a lot of money. Like it, it's you, not just assuming, like the salary. Like it's yeah, a lot of money. Assuming your company's nice enough to give your employees benefits, like yeah, you know, like healthcare, there's millions of dollars. It's it's a lot of money. So, but I just I don't know. I just feel like there are things that they could do. I think there's things that any company could do, right? That would alleviate some of said well, crunch. So here's the thing. I I work in the software industry. Mm-hmm. And there are times where the developers, you know, they think they're done. They finish the product. It's it's ready to go to testing. System testers, it, it passes the system testing. It passes embedded testing where, like, it, it's functional to what they need. And then it goes to the QA testing where it's, you know, quality assurance. And they find some glaring bug that makes it so, like, no, they can't do this. Then that has to go all the way back to processing you know, back to developers, and they yeah. realize, oh, shit, what we did there to make that bug, we have to recode this entire thing. So there is a lot of yeah. things in 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 track that could that could make that kind of stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So it really, 
you just never know. Right. And then you know. and then you go back and you make that fix and then that causes another issue down the line somewhere else. To... No and it's and it's a never ending like you it's just a cycle like that, right? No amount of training is going no. to get rid of human error. Right. Right. And I think that's what um uh, I, I can't remember his name. Um Adam Kaczynski. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's what he's kind of alluding to is like there's always going to be crunch because like that shit's going to happen and that's inevitable and that's I think people understand that I just think it's gotten to the point where if you're working these companies hours. are just yeah like they're just no we week. need to make sure we hit that March date like get on it like if you're not well, seeing you, your family or friends yeah, for daylight like, and sleeping <laughs> under your desk like that's a that's an issue yeah like uh, you just you gotta there are processes I think you can do that would help. I just so. I just, in I the know. end, I don't care for delay. I don't mind delays. No, yeah. I don't mind that a game's delayed th- right. for that reason. If you know, if they, if that, if them pushing it back four months, or five months, whatever it is, mm-hmm. gives them more time to make it how they want it to look for us. Then that means that, in my mind, how I see it is that that's going to help eliminate some of that crazy crunch time. Because mm-hmm. imagine if their stakeholders or whomever. You know, we're like, no, this needs to be out the same day, right, dude? Yeah. Well, plus, their, plus, plus, I'll just plus I'll just throw this out there. Um, and this is it seems like such a common sense thing to just say, but most companies don't seem to grasp this simple concept. Take care of your employees. Yeah. If your employees are happy, you're gonna have less turnover, and guess what? You have less of these new programmers that you're talking about that don't understand how to get to this crunch, and you have more of those seasoned veterans who can just do the work. Like, take so, care of your employees. It's the, very simple. The other thing that fascinates me about this delay in this interview is he was he was asked, like, is it, like, something wrong? Like, he's glaring bugs, and he said, no, nothing's fundamentally wrong with the game. Um, they're literally only doing this five-month delay to polish the game up. Like, five months of polishing. So how big is this game? Like, um, it's it's going to be huge. <laughs> That's, yeah. Okay. Like the bone structure's there. It's literally just they're, you know, well, and beveling CG, the CG edges. Project, CG Project Red has a pretty decent track record. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I'm okay. They're fan favorites. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with mm-hmm. all these delays. Like it sucked. Yeah. Like I I was I wasn't mad or upset that C- uh, Cyberpunk was delayed. I was bummed because I've I'm really looking forward to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But it just means there's more time to play all of the Witcher. So. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like I feel yeah. like it partially it's kind of like relieved because it was like we had so many dropping early yeah. this year that it was, it was like, oh, thank God, crazy spring. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, now I get some, I can breathe. I got some, I got some time to get through some of these things. So, so. and then just mean this. That's probably gonna be my birthday present to myself is uh, yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So yeah, uh, it's. I don't know. Delay stuff if you have to, I guess is what it comes down to. Because um, was Fallout, or not Fallout, sorry, Je- Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, was that delayed ever? Or was that. Uh, I don't recall that being delayed. Because that just kind of got announced and they were like, yeah, we're mostly done with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they did well with that, with, with Fallen Order's, you know, release. Did you ever. Uh, if you bought the digital deluxe version, there's like a, a lot of behind the scenes uh, stuff on it. Is there? I didn't. And, like, making of and stuff. And it, it really explains how Respawn, you know, their process and how they announce things. And, like, that. And also, like, the God of War documentary that came out mm-hmm. um, in April. Like, 
I love that shit because that truly gives you a, a look at the behind the scenes on why they have to do these kind of things. Yeah, it's not always nice to see how the sausage is made. Um, but I, uh, who, who Respawn and then who made God of War uh, something San Diego? Sony, Sony Santa Monica. Santa Monica, okay. Yeah, like I, they're generally held in... I won't say high regards, but like Respawn has under like stealthily been like a fan favorite of people since Titanfall one. Uh, and I mean, I don't know how they take care of their employees, but generally speaking, they've put out great products and now we have rumors that there's going to be a Knights of the old Republic remake and Respawn arguably made one of the best star Wars games ever. Do you think they're going to be working on this? No. No? Okay. Different games. Different game styles. I don't know. It doesn't fit well with their the engine, the, the action they want. I don't... If they're going to make a KOTOR remake, or, you know, a whole... I, I actually... I don't want a remake of KOTOR. I want a continuation of KOTOR, maybe a prequel mm-hmm. of it of some sort. Um, if they do a remake, it's not like I'm going to be upset about it. By right. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to play it. I'll play it. <laughs> if you want to make sure. that game look pretty, I'm not going to be mad about it. Right. Um... But it's it's a different... It's Star Wars, yes, but it's really... The combat's different. It's turn-based. It's RPG. Um, yeah. It's D&D Star Wars. Is what it is. I'm, I'm, um, in, anyway, yeah. I'm, in, I'm always down for that, so... You like D&D? And Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I played it a couple times. Yeah. I've heard of the, I've heard of the Star Wars. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Here and there. Uh, I mean, I, I hope it's also not, like, a direct remake. And also, I, I'm not going to be totally disappointed if it is. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I own the game already, and I don't mind looking at jagged polygons. Uh, and also, it's a really good uh, port to mobile devices, if you haven't tried it. It's it solid. Honestly, is I've played it on my tablet, uh, and it works great. Yeah. And that was when, one time we went um, ice fishing way up in Minnesota, Canada area. And that was right the first time it released on mobile. And uh, I had Google Play Store credits, so I, I got it for free, essentially. And I would do that at night while everyone else was sleeping. <laughs> and that wasn't as good as it is on my tablet. I would I beat it in the course of a, a year when I worked at my previous job on my lunch breaks. Because... <laughs> yeah. It just did what it did was really well. It was really well done. But as far as you know, who should do it? I, I don't know. I mean, do they give it back to Bioware and say, "Hey guys, it's time to redeem yourselves"? I mean, they could use a layup. So, I don't know. Although they're also supposed to be working on a new Dragon Age, so I, yeah, maybe maybe one of the subdivisions of Bioware. You can get that Bioware magic going. <laughs> Uh, Bioware Crunch Time is what it's called. <laughs> no, it's Bioware Magic. <laughs> I don't. I, I honestly don't think we need a Kotor remake, but I'm not unhappy that there's rumors about it. Yeah, if 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 it happens, I'm not gonna be upset. But I would prefer they just continue on with mm-hmm. those stories in that end. Um, you know, around that time. So, especially with Knights, uh, you know, I, we kind of talked about it before here, but the, the Old Republic the MMO, there's so much rich story in there, and I, I don't, 
I don't think it's canon. I don't know if it's canon anymore. Or, I don't think it is. And they now now because that book they re- they released with uh, Rise of Skywalker that the Knights of Ren have names of previous Sith Lords and one of them were named Revan. It's like oh so is he canon okay. now? Huh? Oh, right, 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 right. Like what's going on? So who knows? Like, I have a theory. I have a theory that Disney was like, no- nothing but the movies are canon right now. Every you know, we're gonna have to re you know evaluate every aspect of the stories before we decide what's canon. Well, they've so, brought in they've brought in a, a new newer trilogy of books that are um, based around the sequel, the the newer movies. Um, Clone Wars is back in, and so are so is Rebels. So, yep. man, I, I I have some things I want to talk to you guys about in Rebels, but you guys need to get through Clone Wars. <laughs> I know, man, I know. Because this is tying directly into what you're saying. Okay. I know, I know, man, oh. I'm sorry. It's okay. There's a lot of good content. There's a lot There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> there are a lot of episodes, and not all of them are great, but they become great pretty consistently. And Rebels is just on fire the entire time, so nothing to worry about once you get to that point. All right, nerd. I'll watch it. Just give me some time. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of content and media that needs to be consumed. <laughs> but I think are we good? You guys good? I'm, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, man. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be that time. Three quarters. Bless you. <laughs> So we got three tweet corners to read today. First one comes from at Frode at CGY Podcast. You have run afoul, a witch who curses you to only play games, TV, music, movies released before today or after. What do you choose? Hashtag tweet corner. Hashtag I like corn. What? <laughs> Why is there hashtag I like corn? You like corn? I love corn. All right, so man. my hashtag would be hashtag I love corn. I'm just under, uh, I'm just trying should, to figure out why no, it's... it should be noted. This is corn with a C, not the band, right? The cake. Although I want to say spoiler, spoiler like this is so this tweet comes from my brother, and I'm pretty sure when he had sent this, he made some sort of corn casserole of some sort. So okay, correct me if oh. I'm wrong. Friday. I like I like that. Um, I like corn. Before I'm going with before I know what's there, and I know what I like in the past. I can't answer that for things coming in the future. My only okay. my only question is: Do we get to see and know what's in the future, and just we can't play it because that's that would suck. That's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna say uh, as much as it hurts after, just because like think about the stuff that you used to play when you were younger compared to what you play now, and the evolution of that stuff. The like we don't know what's coming down the road, There's and be a lot of I think like yeah like like imagine if you were asked this question now like when the first Iron Man came out compared to now yeah it's like then you can't I see, see any of the rest and look what what look what came of it like as much as I'm very nostalgic and I love those old movies like it would suck to never watch or listen to or do any of that stuff. Do we have the memories of them still? Yeah, that's going to hurt, right? Because if I don't have the memories of them, then that sucks. If I had the memories still, it's like, all right, I can replay it in my mind. Then Yeah. You know? But it also makes you sad because then you, you miss it. But I got to go I gotta go after, man. Like, I don't know what's coming, but 
I got confidence that it's gonna like it's just gonna get better and better. <laughs> but I'm being optimistic, so this one's tough. Uh, I'm gonna go with before, simply because I'm in the middle of my Witcher three playthrough, and oh, I, you're right. It's it's too good. Plus, there's so much other in there's an almost infinite amount of games, TV, yeah. music, and movies well, that have been released. That would force me to previously. have to go through my back catalog of shit well, guys, that I have. I will uh, be enjoying Cyberpunk and yep. uh, The Last of Us Part 2 and Maybe you all of these play. things that you guys won't. Because knowing you, Dustin, you probably won't play some of those. Maybe I will. No, because now I can because that would free up everything <laughs> that I was like, oh, I haven't played this yet. Now I'm starting from square one. I've literally <laughs> caught up. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, now I have all the time. Really? Or, or maybe every game you're looking forward to will be delayed indefinitely. Oh, God. That's the hell. That's the hellscape. Uh, that's, I mean, and that's What about that's games trick. that are, like, concurrent? Like, they're going on, like World of Warcraft. Like, it's still going. They still come out with DLCs. Like, can you do that? That's interesting. It feels like a loophole, right? But... I mean, but it's like, you know, uh, Dying Light 2 is delayed indefinitely now. Yeah. What does that mean? Maybe it'll never happen. That's yeah. unfortunate. I really liked the first one. It was fun. That, that was a good game. It was, right? It wasn't great, but it was a fun time. Uh-oh. June agrees. There's dogs bark. June. Um, so, yeah. Also, so hi, I'm hi Josh. Your puppy's, I'm gonna say your puppy's saying hi. Yeah. June says <laughs> Adam hello. Adam says before. Dustin says after. I gotta go after. I just do. Uh, the next one comes from your favorite boy, Jeff Allegedly, at Allegedly Jeff, at CGY Podcast. You can now yell trick shot and do one thing with 100% accuracy one time. What do you do? Hashtag tweet corner. First Poop off. from a distance. <laughs> that would be sweet. I would that much rather hear shot. you yell Kobe than trick shot. If That's you're gonna true shit well. from the distance. And I wouldn't yell Kobe. I'd be like, I would say <laughs> Bucket. Buckets. Harry Bird. <laughs> mm, one time. Pooping from a distance uh, is a good answer. I mean, it's more of a personal, unless you're doing I, it for I, a crowd. I mean, I open, sure. the, I open the stall in public, That's take a couple steps out, open my butt cheeks. So, oh. <laughs> Subscribe to our OnlyFans to uh, see this. <laughs> Buckets. <laughs> I imagine you doing like one of those yoga tripod headstands where you're like on your head, but also like on your forearms. <laughs> hey I'm just thinking of like the rest, the re- like what's that meme that it's like you yell trick shot or buckets and shit into that stall, and it's like the rest of your coworkers in the bathroom are like looking at you like, what the fuck? When you get you back to your desk, back. HR is emailed you saying you need to come to my office right now. <laughs> Yeah, you don't like, want to see a magic trick? Um, I feel like if I knew I could do that once, I would wait until somehow I could get into one of those like basketball halftime, half court shot, mm. you know, win a million dollars and be like, trick shot, and then just bury it. Or shitting from a distance, the, I guess. That, that could the, be cool, then too. The, then the announcer would be like, oh, man, that was such a wonderful shot. But he yelled that he yelled trick shot? It's kind of lame. Yeah. 
I agree. I'm just, you know, I want it to work. Because if I yell buckets, it ain't working, right? I have to yell trick shot. You have to yell trick shot. I gotta yell trick shot. I don't know what I... Those are both, dare I say, perfect answers. Come on, man. Dig deep. I... Okay. I, I want to recreate... I believe it's from... Fast and Furious 2 where Paul Walker stares into the eyes of I forget the actress's name uh, and then is driving like 100 miles an hour so I want to do that yell trick shot and then power slide into a parking space that's pretty cool that is pretty cool because aren't they like driving down by the beach? Like they're yeah. the the oceans on their side. I Listen, remember this. I saw that movie once, but I've seen the clip of Paul Walker staring. Is it Eva Mendes? No, no, it's... no. It uh, Eva Mendes, not Eva Mendes. What's her name? Um, she's with Vince Diesel. Vin Diesel. It's not even with uh, Paul Walker. Vince Diesel. Vince Diesel. <laughs> you know Vin Diesel's brother, Vince, Vince. Diesel. Um, I'm just going to say I'm staring into the eyes of Tyrese and then... Oh, I love it. (laughs) Trick shot! And you never even look away and just... I love it. Good for one time only, but totally worth it. I agree. I agree. My next D&D character's name is going to be Vince Diesel. (laughs) Diesel. (laughs) Vince isopropyl alcohol. (laughs) It's so so stupid. God. (laughs) Ah, so we have one more from at Ross Serna at CGR Podcast. If you could be stuck in one video game, what would it be? But you'd only have one life and you use all the power-ups and abilities of said game. And the only way to get out of the video game is to beat it. Hashtag Tweet Corner. In That's the game, you must wait until question. you roll a six or eight. <laughs> what year is it? Um, that's an interesting question. I mean, right now, I'm going to have to say... Superman 64? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's basically his question, though, is Superman 64, if you think about it. And when? Superman's stuck in a virtual reality world until he beats it. Oh, um, oh yeah. That's the one that I've, Carlos would pick. It's all coming together. If Carlos is a fan of Superman, which we know he is... He is not going to pick Superman 64. <laughs> I ho- I would hope not, at least. Uh-huh. Knowing Carlos, um, he might troll everybody and actually he's, pick. He's chaotic neutral. You don't know. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's he may true. do that's it just true. out of precedent, all right? He now, that's like, well, you said I won't, so I'm going to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he would do that. Uh, I would probably actually say Dragon Ball Z Kakarot right now because mm-hmm. you, ha- you have all their power-ups. I can fly. I can do all this shit. Yeah, that's my answer. Hmm. I'm going Jedi Fallen Order. But you only get one life. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. I don't die in the game, man. I get to be a Jedi. And if I die, um, okay. Hmm. That's a, this is a tough one. Um. Like, you could do... like There's, like, loopholes. You can just be like Madden. Like, you can't kill me in that game, so I can just... I don't know, but how do you beat that game? You, like, you do you, you beat it? You can't be killed, but you might have CTE for the rest of your life. So, yeah, right. Yeah, you eventually it will kill you. 
Eventually, Technically, you, you can't die. be Madden, Dustin. So you're right. You would be in that game forever, right? Forever. Like, can you beat that game? Like, I knew you could finish. Ever. You could finish a campaign or like a like, like a season. Don't mind me as I drop something. Oh, oh. Is there a story uh, mode? <clears throat> there, uh, that kind of. Okay. Um, but it just kind of keeps going until you retire. Um, from traumatic brain injuries. Yeah, from or CTE. Final uh, spinal fusions. <laughs> Uh-huh. Or if it's like real football until like you still play the game, but then like you end up killing somebody, team drops you, you go to jail, um, and I guess the only option then, then is to kill yourself. Woof. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna pick Destiny One, um, yeah. and I'm gonna rock the Warlock class because then I can just res myself. <sighs> God damn right I can, and I know I can beat that game. <laughs> Fucking easy. Done it a there's billion no times. And I'm out. To death. There's all there's also no end to Destiny One. Yeah, there is. You can beat the campaign. I think it keeps going though, man. You just start adding in all the DLCs. Like I can technically beat the game, just beat the vanilla campaign and I'm done. That's true, you're not you're, hmm, you're this is a game, not a universe, so I mean technically right. there is an end state. Right. Even though you the enemies can keep coming in like the world and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Kind of a cop out answer, but I could do it. I accept it. You know, I'm confident mm-hmm. in my abilities that I'll allow it. I do Destiny One. I choose a hunter, name it Kate Six, and I die in a prison. <laughs> oh. And the world mourns you, except for Jeff. Fucking and, and Zavala. And yeah, that fucking. I knew there was something. It's the Titans, man. What's Nathan Fillion been up to? It's Titans, man. Ah, uh, he's in that show, The Rookie. Is he? Okay, good for yeah, him. I never, never watched it, but, you know, he's a cop. Whatever. And I'm like, castle. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. That's all for Tree Corner. That's going to do it. Thanks for your questions. Yeah, thanks for sending those in. Keep them coming. It's been, we love them. It's been a fun couple episodes with those. It is It is our favorite part of the episodes. It is. So. It is, um, yes. I agree. If you would like to. You can follow us on our social medias at CGY Podcast. That's for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, and if you follow us there, you might as well also like subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Witcher, Holiday Inn. Uh, we also have a website, comegetyourpodcast.com, where we have an RSS feed of all our episodes. If you care to go through the backlog there, you're more than welcome to. And soon, my wife should have another article coming out about the stuff she likes and is into at that current moment. So that's coming. It's probably Stardew Valley. <laughs> that's come to your podcast.com. Um, it's probably I kicking don't... your guys' ass at Mario Party. Oh, don't bring. <laughs> she up. didn't kick her. She didn't kick her ass. I have PTSD. Uh-uh. I am uh-uh. triggered. I am triggered. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Thing is, she won't even listen to this and hear me uh, backing her up here. But nope. that's fine. Katie will tell her. Um, probably. And then. You want to also head on over to twitch.tv slash come get your podcast Tuesday through Friday and then on Sundays you can see one of our beautiful faces and uh, feel free to subscribe to us now because that's a thing. Hell yeah. Uh, and also because of that, like because we are now able to take subscriptions and donations and stuff like that, that means we have a legit, legitimized company. Uh, so we might be getting some merch sometime down the road. So if you have any ideas for stuff you might want to buy from us, let us know. And you can do that at our social media. 
at CG Web Podcast. But yeah, um, thank you all for listening. And as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. This week's comes from user Pathamar. Scar and Mufasa's parents named one kid after the African word for king and the other after a growth of skin. And everyone is surprised Scar grew up to be an asshole. And that's going to do it for episode 68 of Come Get Your Podcast. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. And I've been Chris. And we'll see you guys next time for episode 69. Nice, 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 n